What's up, guys? Welcome back to Paper Planes. My name is Paolo. I am Christian. And I'm Soyo. And this is flight number three of Paper Planes. Today, we are going over things that we learned in our 20s. Hopefully, our younger viewers can uh, take what we say and use it to get ahead or to make or not make the same mistakes that we did. So we're still learning stuff in our yeah. 20s. Yeah. But I mean, we have 23, 22, 21. But I mean, we're about to. I identify as 28, actually. Honestly, I identify as like 27, 25. So I identify so. as 14. <laughs> All right. uh, way to make it weird. Um, make sure you guys. Uh, <laughs> it's like if we had Corbin on the podcast, yeah. bro. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we uh, need. Maybe, uh, we need Roblox. another Roblox. Another perspective. So we want um, a fourteen-year-old. So, uh, Riz Mac. Uh, uh, what did they say? Huh? Uh, Riz. Riz? Riz. I don't know. What, what, I don't what know what teenagers be saying these days. Shout out to our first class. Apparently, Rust is a Riz god now. We got women oh, coming shit. up to him. of Riz. That's huh? what's up. That's what, that's what happens when when you watch paper planes and you yeah. build up your self confidence. Um, <laughs> excuse the name, but shout out to uh, what the fuck is it? Giant horse dildo or something? <laughs> nice. Um, that's his name in nice. the Discord. But yeah, we don't we don't know his real name. Yeah. But shout out to him. Shout out to you. Um, for being more open in the chat. I hope your personal life betterment is going well. Yeah, we hope we hope things are going well. But yeah, shout out to Alex because he's a Milo Rice enjoyer. Um, mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Shout out everyone in the Discord. Oh, we have a whole tribe in we, there. Like, we don't even have to start a conversation. They start their own conversation. It's, it's really nice. They'll, they'll just be like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. It really is. So if you guys need more conversations in your life, go join our Discord. Yeah. You'll meet some amazing people there. And then you, for some reason, it they've gotten really comfortable there. Yeah. They, yeah they, Alex they, was talking about shitting himself or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens to the best of us, bro. Yeah. Anyways, make sure you hit the like button. It helps us out. Subscribe. Uh, check out the Beacons link. All our socials are there. Um, see what our lives are like outside of this pod. And rate and review. Join We've, the Discord. Yeah, join the Discord. We Click have, that fucking Beacons link. I think it, it's like 29 reviews on Spotify now. Is it really? Yeah. Hey. Five stars. Five Last stars. I checked, it was like Let's 14. Go. So. That's yeah. cool. People mm-hmm. are people are actually rating. So thank That's you, thank good. you guys. Um, on our only on our third episode, <laughs> only on wow. our third. Wow, no way. We're so good at this. No way. Um, um, three episodes in, we have eleven k uh, followers on TikTok, three hundred fifty subs on YouTube. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Paula said earlier, today we are talking about things we learned, or well, learning, but we have learned so far. Things we've learned in our 20s. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to document like where our progress is at. Ooh. It's just, you know, so like later on we can reflect and be like, okay, this has changed. This is, you know, this mindset really helped me. And this is, you know, something that uh, a way I thought that I don't mm-hmm. think in the same way anymore. So I think it's important for us to document yeah. stuff that we've learned. And I think uh, a main thing to focus on why we say our 20s we said this last episode, your life really doesn't start on, or well, you don't really experience life fully until you're out of college. And then 18, 19 is kind of like, it's like the preseason, but once you enter 20, it's game time. It's game time. That's where life goes down. Yeah. That's when but then it goes up. 
It's a roller coaster. Yeah, it's like it's a whole uh it's a journey of <clears throat> rediscovering all like the past trauma and shit that is actually like affecting your subconscious and then healing from that and also trying to progress in life at the same time. It's a lot, man. Yeah, it's it's a lot, but you learn a lot. Yeah. Which is good because you're going to need that going into your late 20s and your early 30s. <laughs> oh. It's funny because um, I wouldn't say that this would be the hardest times of my life, but that's like, I'm only, I'm going through it right now. And so I don't really have a basis for it compared yeah. to when I was a child, but they are pretty difficult. So yeah, but we're, we're making it through together. Mm. All of us join the discord, <laughs> hop on the flight, take a, take a flight with us, take a our, flight with us at our discord. Yeah. But, um, well, we're going to divide this into topics or like subsections or subcategories. So it's a little bit more organized. Yeah. We said fitness, uh, relationships. Um, I kind of want to add mindset into there. I think. I think th- the third subset should be just like general, like general, like personal, like mindset. Um, um, just things that are like okay that you've kind of learned overall. All right. Let's so. start it easy and go with fitness. Yeah. Um. So I guess I'll go first. The something I learned from being like out of the three of us being kind of like the one to most recently get into fitness. I think a big thing to to look out for, especially when you're seeking out information about fitness, fitness and bodybuilding are not the same thing. Those aren't interchangeable phrases. I would say that bodybuilding is a subset of fitness that you can get into. But I feel like when you're a, when you're a bodybuilder, your motivations are very different than when you're just like someone who's trying to be healthy or like to get into like, you know, general fitness and yeah. just feeling better. The training regimen is different. Yeah. I think um, with bodybuilding, you're going for a specific look, but with like most people, I think you should focus on feeling healthy and having healthy habits should be like your, your kind of your base of support or yeah. where, where you should base your habits around. And I think that it's very easy to conflate the two when you're seeking out like information. You're like, oh, how do I, how should I work out? And all of it is like, since bodybuilding is so popular nowadays, it's like the first thing that shows up when you try to seek out information. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you get that gym membership, it's so advertised, um, you know, bodybuilders training regimen that that's what you follow without even kind of realizing this program is specifically made to look a certain type of way. So I'd say one thing I learned is kind of figure out what your fitness goals are. Yeah, I I definitely say Mm -hmm. that's something to... And I mean, fitness is a huge umbrella. Who knows? Maybe you're... um, Yeah, there's endurance. There's endurance, mobility, mobility. flexibility. I had had something uh, that I kind of realized is mobility and stretching are two different things. Those aren't the same thing. Yeah. I thought they were the same thing. I was like, <laughs> just moving. <laughs> I mean, you would think because like your your mobility to stretch, but like. Yeah. Stretching the, is more about like yeah. the muscle and relaxing it. And then mobility is more mm-hmm. about like your range of motion. Yeah. I'd say first thing, figure out what your fitness goals are. Um, I'll say what mine are. Like when I first started, it was a bodybuilding thing because I didn't know any better. But now that I'm thinking about what my personal fitness goals are, it's pretty much just to eat more healthier and then like lose body fat percentage. I don't really care about getting bigger. Um, the main reason why is because I'm like where I'm shifting my focus in life right now is kind of more towards dancing. So my focus is on more athleticism, more athleticism. Exactly. So mobility, flexibility, and then just stuff like that. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. There, um, something strength about, too. Yeah, strength. Strength is important. Yeah. I think I'll go out of my way and say uh, that I don't recommend bodybuilding for like younger teenagers mm. because I think we've said this before, but I don't think that it's kind of like a healthy like mindset to go into to hyper fixate on like your looks and how you look because we've said this before you're still like growing into your frame and to i feel like you should focus more on wait till you're filled out that's yeah. what Sully would say yeah <laughs> i'd filled out <laughs> recommend more on focusing on building your habits first and building like healthy habits and more about just focus obsess over your health not like how you look is what i would mm. like the kind of advice i would give to like if i was a like a younger teenager like mid mid teens mm -hmm. because um when you get older like you you naturally like your body will mature and then it'll look more like how you want it to look and so i think that if you are going to get into bodybuilding it's good to have like a basis of like healthy habits first to build upon if you do want to get into bodybuilding and i feel like that that's more beneficial when you're younger than to just go straight into just bodybuilding i yeah. i recommend just being more like healthy and athletic when you're younger building those uh good healthy habits um if your focal point is you know trying to look a certain way at a young age it's not it may not turn out the way you think because your body's constantly developing um like for instance if i were to try and look a certain way it wouldn't look right because when i how my body grew for some reason my legs wanted to grow first so i had fucking <laughs> long ass legs short ass torso and then long ass arms fucking looking like the what the fuck is that titan the beast titan <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i was built like that until you know i entered my 20s and then my torso finally fucking filled out caught up. <laughs> but where i fucked up was i didn't have good habits so i also grew love handles but we changing we're changing <laughs> we changing um what would you guys say your fitness goals are uh, mine is definitely to be like athletic into right now I'm very heavily focused on like mobility and just being like more cardio and like mobility, I guess, for me. And it's more about I'm focusing a lot on my diet and I'm being really clean with mm, my diet. That's good. And I haven't really focused more on um on like muscle building as it is like I just want to feel like like mobile. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I just want to be able to like do things and feel good. Like before when I started training, like going to the gym and lifting, it was very much like power lifting, like heavy, lift heavy shit. I'm going to hit new PRs. I'm going to do this, stuff like that. And I felt like shit after because <laughs> like my body just felt stiff and like it wasn't, I realized like that isn't for me. So I like, and I had like a bunch of like, I was getting like knee, knee braces and like a, like a, a lifting belt. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to feel like I need to armor up before I lift something. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I just want to focus on athleticism. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm training for more like joint and like muscle stability and overall, like just, uh, just mobility. Means 30. Yeah. Like I, I'm focused more on just feeling, feeling good. My soil. Yeah, I'd say mine also shifted from trying to look big to just overall uh, athleticism in the sense that um, I look like I have I have the muscles, so I look like I lift. But I also want to be uh, mobile and flexible and have stamina, which kind of sucks because I'm just thinking about what it takes to do that. And I'm like, fuck, that's 
sounds painful. It's a lot, mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to do than just lift weights at the gym. But my focus and my uh, goals have, have shifted from that. And so since I haven't given my advice yet, um, I, I want to say I have two kinds of advice that I would give regarding fitness. One is more practical and one is more about mindset. spiritual. Yeah. Spiritual. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for my practical thing, I'd say for those that are starting out at the gym and um, are not very experienced and haven't really lifted as much, don't go too hard on lifting heavy. I'd say I second that. focus on form, form over everything. Technique and lift. Technique. <laughs> technique. 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 Where's that shit from? It's from I SpongeBob. Don't... Oh. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> Um, I know like when people go to the gym, they get intimidated because they see other people lifting really heavy and then that kind of makes them feel like they need to lift heavy as well. And, um, an element of lifting heavy makes it look like you're a lot stronger than you actually are. And it's impressive when you're lifting heavy and, um, it makes you look strong, masculine, whatever. But when you're first starting out at the gym, your muscles are going to develop regardless of how heavy, uh, you lift. And to begin with, they don't really, your muscles aren't going to detect the fact that you're lifting a 45 pound plate uh, compared to like a 10 pound yeah. dumbbell. So when you're still starting out, just focus on getting your form right and so that you don't get injured because injury is like one of the biggest things that yeah. really will fuck up your fitness journey because it's going to, when you're, you're injured, you're not going to be able to train. work out. You're not going to be able to train because you have to focus on healing. That's going to take a couple mm -hmm. a couple months, and then you have to rebuild that habit again because you're already used to just not going to the gym or not training. So, And then you do it again, and you're scared yeah. to injure yourself again. And then mm -hmm. it's a cycle. I will say this dabbles a little bit into our last uh, subcategory, but don't compare yourself to the other people around you when you're lifting because then you're just going to either downplay yourself or you're going to be too focused on um getting to a certain weight everyone has their own pace you don't have to worry about trying to get at a certain point there's no time frame to your fitness unless you're gonna go to like a fucking um what are those fucking called like bodybuilding show and you're training for that then you have a time frame but if you're really just your main focus is just getting your fitness right go at your own pace don't worry about trying to get to a certain weight at at a certain time i mean it's great you know trying to push yourself every day but there's a balance that you need to understand that if you're not pushing it don't force it yeah i'll, I'll be honest i don't think elite bodybuilders are watching our podcast yeah so honestly don't even there's no fucking there's no time frame for it <laughs> just just focus on form technique and don't um, don't compare yourself to the yeah, your don't, peers yeah it'll it'll be uh, it, it'll i'm imagining like a high schooler being like like lifting in front of his friends and his friends are like oh that's all you can do i'm like fuck those guys no fuck those guys bro <laughs> like why does it matter uh, be be encouraging mm -hmm. to each other yeah. yeah like that's that's what i mean shitty culture yeah. to to perpetuate yeah mm -hmm. I'm, I'm i hope that the the culture has shifted especially for because obviously a lot of high schoolers go to the gym now compared to like oh yeah the back then because on Instagram that's all you see it's just, just yep. high school but to be honest the gym like community all the they're all about sharing love so 
they're all about support. Whatever you can do, and that you show that you're putting in the hard work, they'll they'll always have your back. Yeah, the yeah. people that hate are the small but loud minority. So yeah, you know, it sucks that if you get that kind of stuff, you kind of just brush it off and move on. But yeah. um, another thing about focusing on form, the importance of it, uh, it's also sets up a really good foundation for just using your muscles correctly for mm -hmm. uh, getting muscle growth if that's what you're really interested in. Because um, when you're using form correctly, you're using, you're activating and using your muscles in the way that's meant to for that specific exercise. If you're lifting too heavy to the point where you uh, abandon the form, the proper technique and form, you're not going to use the muscle in the most efficient way that it's supposed to uh, lift the weight. And that will just lead to you not growing because your muscle is not being stimulated correctly and properly. Mm. So that's why also it's also important to uh, focus on the form and technique. It's so just another thing for you guys to think about if you guys are like, well, I don't really care about form and technique. But it's important for the long run if you really want to get big muscles if that's what mm. you're into. But that also says... You had something to say? I was going to say like, Because um, I know some people in our Discord wanted probably a little bit more specific examples, like um, examples in where to start in the gym. Let's just, we're just going to assume your focus is building muscle. We could go real quick onto like just uh, certain workouts that they could do. Because I know um, some wanted like some examples of like giant gym. horse dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Personally, my favorite area to work out is push. So um, if you want to focus on chest, it's easy. Just um, I'd say start on the bench, start with the bar, and then just kind of figure out where your weight is at. Um, you can hit incline bench, and then I'd say a good one that is slept on is cables. Mm. Yeah. I feel like cable work in general is just really good. Okay, it is, it is it's good for like uh, stability, like muscle stability. I feel like like um, getting those little muscles around like the bigger muscles. Okay, so let's see. For mine, I say just general. If you want to just get bigger overall, just focus on compound movements, which are movements or exercise exercise Ooh. movements that uh, utilize a lot of different muscles while doing that one exercise at it. Um, so it's kind the of big like a, three, yeah, combo of different muscles for just one exercise. Uh, for your upper body, uh, bench press is a good um, bunch. <laughs> a bench press is a good uh, compound exercise. It works out the triceps. It works out a little bit of the biceps. It works out. It works out a little bit of the biceps. Yeah, I did not know that. It's not a big focus, but I'm sure you like you'd feel it when you're first starting out, especially. Huh. Yeah. Uh, I'll have the shoulder, rear shoulders and the chest. So that's already a big, a big amount of muscles being used. Um, any YouTubers you want to shout out? That oh you, yeah, uh, there you go. That um are good, uh, like a good source of getting that information. Because there's a lot of shitty YouTubers out there yeah. that give out horrible information. I'd say Jeff Nippard. Oh yeah, that's 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 my boy. He's got the science. He's got all the studies and shit lined mm -hmm. up. Uh, Sean Sean Nalawani Nalawani You're gonna have a hard time Spelling that My, my sneaker Had like Mine says like Sean Weatherspoon <laughs> I wouldn't get it uh, And then one more uh, Jeremy ETA So these are all like They provide fitness Workouts and recommendations And they're Kind of backed by science So um, Science Yeah Credible I assume Since it's based off Scientific not, not literature to be, 
conflicted with bro, bro science. science. That is a different uh, field of expertise. <laughs> Real quick, what like in terms of nutrition and supplements, what would you recommend them? Oh, I do. For me, I, this this is my stack. I got five grams of creatine. Hey, and then what's it called? And then isopure, uh, a serving oh. of isopure. Well, um, for me, I'd say um, I, I'm kind of like this is kind of a I feel like kind of an asshole for this, but I'd say just focus more on eating healthy oh, because yeah. you want yeah. because if you're thinking about if you're concerned about supplements, you're probably it's usually comes from an angle of you're using those supplements to replace what you should be getting from your natural diet so like <laughs> just you know eat right have you guys heard of a uh, healthy then, greens athletic like, greens no it's like a it's like your super greens that's what i'd be using because i don't eat vegetables yeah oh dude i'd be pounding broccoli bro yeah I'm i like f- my cabbage I like my broccoli I like my bok choy dude i just go in on broccoli bok choy. Bok choy. dude the way i eat is the most like primal fucking way to eat ever i i eat super clean and it's because I only know how to make like four things. <laughs> I get so bored of that. <laughs> dude, I think a low-key superpower that I have is that I'm not a foodie and I could literally eat the same thing every single day. I never get sick we of it. We talked about this before yeah. and I was like, honestly. I think it's really overpowered. It's overpowered, but I just love food, no, bro. Mo- I don't love food like that. I like food, but I don't love it. I'm an adapter. So like I, ba- I'm, my preferences and tastes I'd adjust based on my living circumstances. Back when I had a jo- didn't have a job, <laughs> Dog, that made it sound like you were a homeless one point based on my living circumstances. Often <laughs> they change. Like well, I mean, example, when I didn't have a job and money was based off my scholarship checks, oh, which was damn. like a very limited supply. I just eat the cheapest and like I didn't have varied foods, so like I just eat the cheapest blah blah, blah whatever chicken, broccoli, rice, and I just. Uh, subsist off of that but now that i have a job and i have money i kind of developed a little bit of a palate and i'm like oh, i can get this at the grocery store now. i got this i can you get know, this from the grocery store it's funny though that soy says that because he still has like a broke mindset sometimes uh, yeah I we do. went to the fucking we went to a filiberto's after going out and soy said yeah could i get like three beef tacos and i said get the carne asada instead this motherfucker said the beef was cheaper by a dollar soil we need to okay this is, this is a point of reflection for you <laughs> Dog, i was like a dollar a dollar soil soil you don't i don't got money like that you don't, yes you do yes you do <laughs> to spare a dollar bro i'll give you a dollar that's like no nah, because he ordered he ordered like three so it was only like three dollar difference soil for the soil. quality of the meat so yeah, I will give you money. I th- that's money I will be willing to give you if you will enjoy your meal more. <laughs> no, I was fine. I was enjoying my meal. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> um, but we were talking about... Uh, Diet and supplementation. Honestly, right. I don't even know if it's working. <laughs> Damn, really? I don't know because I, I, I've been doing it for like a week. And I, you know, I see progress, but I'm like... Dog, look at like, look, think about the photo I fucking took of you like months ago. The f- oh, you- where I was looking fat as fuck. Yeah, should we remake that photo? <laughs> I'll do a transformation. A transformation photo. I'll wear the same outfit and hold a a fucking a polar pop. Sucking your guts. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just look hella just <laughs> starved. <laughs> but 
I dude, I eat I literally eat the same thing every single day. And I'm every time I eat, I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> mm, I no. never get sick of it. No. Oatmeal with granola, uh. five eggs with a little bit of break, bacon and rice, and then chicken, rice, and broccoli every day. And I'm like, mm. this is, every time I eat, I'm like, I'm satisfied. <laughs> oh man. It's I think it's a superpower. Or maybe I'm just not cultured. <laughs> so probably, soy is adaptable. Both. You're what would you say you are? You're um, just a mistake. <laughs> mistake. I I describe myself as a fat ass. I'm not <laughs> food, bro. You could just say like a connoisseur nah. or something. Yeah, make it sound nah. dress it up a little bit. Just be like fat I'm ass. A, I'm like, bro. Like, like I'm fucking be like oh you're you're a gosh. food food. Like, like when I was in South Korea. Oh, like, I saw him lick his lips dude. Uh, dude. <laughs> before he said this. <laughs> bro, <laughs> the fucking food out there does not fucking compare to what we got out here, man. When I came back, the first two weeks, I did not enjoy the food here. I was like, the quality isn't good. The meat ain't the same. I was gaining like five pounds when I came back. When I was out in South Korea, I lost at least 10 pounds. My face was looking right. But now, in order to lose weight, I got to freaking cut down. What the fuck? My appetite has gone down so much. But out there, bro, I was eating so good and I wasn't gaining weight. <sighs> Food connoisseur, right? <laughs> no, just no. me being a fat ass. <laughs> okay. But I'm being so for real. Like, American, American food, bro. Like, the it's quality. Greasy. It's greasy. And I don't even blame the cooks. Like, that's, it's like the materials they work with. But out there, bro, like. It's different. I was shitting myself, like, because I was <laughs> detoxing. That's what it felt like. <laughs> like, the 21 years of fucking american food in my system was detoxed flushing out <laughs> bro it was like it was crazy oh my God. <laughs> bro and i'm just i'm just saying if you guys have any opportunity to travel outside of the country do it wherever it is the food quality will be better if you I promise live, you if you live in the u.s if you live in the u.s for all you motherfuckers that live outside of the u.s you guys are blessed <laughs> they're like oh yeah we have a farm and then like we eat super clean i'm like that's oh, not man. how it is over here yeah we got so we move into yeah eating eating clean is like a like a distinctive trait <laughs> that you have here it's not like just like a normal thing it's something you identify yeah. i identify as a fat ass I, he identifies as uh, what did I um, say? I said a mistake. He said a, yeah. I identify as non non food um, non food dinary. He's, he's a subsister. 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 He just does it for he the substance. Subs- for sustenance. the necessity. Yeah, I don't know. He's a sustenance. Soy is just adaptable due to his financial situation. Yeah, soy is. Imagine if soy was rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, soy would be eating good. What would you be cooking, or would you hire like a personal chef? I feel like if Soy was still rich as fuck, he wouldn't hire a personal chef. He'd be like, I mean, that's additional. Right. That's additional cost, to be honest. Yeah, that's. I knew he would. S- Damn, Soil. I knew he would say that. No Soil. matter how much money Soil has, millionaire Soil, money isn't an issue. He's still gonna money think. Is free. He's still gonna think that. Dang, I could save more. Like that. Could he's the most towards. frugal motherfucker I know, bro. That the hiring the chef could go towards buying some groceries. To me, for me to make myself. Soil, this is another strength you have that you could have listed off last episode. Frugal. Frugal. How's that a strength? Because you save money. You know how many people out here with debt? Oh, yeah. Bro, you know how much money I spend on food? (laughs) 
we don't need to. We, <laughs> we're not even. Christian just accidentally says so much shit about himself. <laughs> like this is how much debt I have. This is this is my credit score. This bro, is, this sucks, man. Like, you gotta get on top of it, bro. I have honestly, I have been. I haven't been spending as much money on food because I'm. I mean, honestly, I wasn't purposely fasting. I what? just. Huh? What is the reason why you purchase so much food? Is it because of convenience? Is it because of like your social kind of situation, or is it because like you don't want to cook? Um, I'd say depression. What? Oh. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'd heck? say just uh, sideline it like that. I'd say just because of my time. I'm. I have a very busy schedule. If I'm not at work, I'm doing this. If I'm not doing this, I'm focused on my social life. If I'm not doing that, I'm focused on dancing. And honestly, like how 2023 has started, because that's become so busy, I haven't really had time to eat, which sounds crazy, but that's how I've been like losing a lot of weight. Like recently, it's kind of just fasting and then eating when like (laughs) I kind of had the time to. What do you eat when you do eat? What do I eat when I do eat? It's pretty healthy. I I avoid a lot of carbs, fried stuff. I've been mostly focusing on like getting chicken, um... I don't know why they say red meat is bad for you. I love red meat. Is red meat bad for you like that? There apparently there's like scientific thing like I don't know. There's a whole debate behind red meat. I I bro, I don't give a fuck. I'd eat I'd eat it. You love meat. Pause. <laughs> but um well, yeah, if for example, like if I went out and they had an option for like grilled chicken, I'd go grilled chicken over fried chicken. Like I'm, I guess Are one you of the, cooking mostly, or is it yeah, mostly yeah. you're cooking? Some sometimes I'm just cooking. If if I'm not cooking, is it sometimes or mostly? It's a good fifty fifty. If I'm not cooking, then I'm eating home cooked meals. Okay, well, because if of, you let's say you took that fifty where you're not, and then you did, how much like more more weight? I gotta take baby steps, man. I can't just fully right, dive into right. it. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I can't just if I fully dove into it, bro. I'd go insane. Oh yeah, that's maybe that's just how I am. But, I, when I started my diet, I just went full on. Just I'm yeah. changing all of it. Nah. That's how I am. I mean, technically, I it was like a full diet for me because honestly, I don't. At lunchtime, I hardly eat out. I pretty much just chill in my car. If I have like food, like meal prepped, I'll eat that, or I'll just take a nap or listen to a podcast or our podcast. Usually, the only times I'll eat is after work, and my appetite has gone down so much. Like, I'll go home, and if my parents made something and I'm so tired from work, I'll just eat there. That's pretty much how it is. Back then, I would want to get food after work, and that's pretty much how I spent my money was after work, get food, go home. Now it's after work, go home, take a nap. If my parents don't have leftovers, then I will get food, or I just I just don't eat that day. It sounds like... The way you're saying it, it sounds like a pretty reasonable like diet. What what makes you f- say that you're a fat ass? It doesn't sound like you're a fat ass. Oh, because I love food. What what makes you a fat ass? Um. Oh, if I'm full, soy was there. I was struggling to finish my burrito, so I ha- I got a burrito right. I finished half of it, and I was like, bro, I'm full. I still fit. I finished that shit. If food's in front of me and I'm enjoying it, is I'm it because like it. you feel obligated to finish it, or you just? I think it's a it's a it stems off childhood trauma of obligation of finishing my food and not wasting it. But also, I just love the food. Like I'm a, I'll oh. be in pain if it, you just, saw someone just take it and just throw it into the trash. I would cry. 
I mean, we talked about this before. Uh, for me, whenever I'm hungry, I definitely enjoy my food, and my appetite is like, ooh, really, really high. It comes but, in hot and heavy. But when I'm full and my appetite dies down, I just I wouldn't eat anymore. I'm like, if I try to eat it, it's not gonna taste good anymore. I'm just like not gonna enjoy it. But for Christian, regardless of how bad his appetite is, if it tastes good to him. Raw it's still gonna taste good regardless of how full he is and then it's even worse because like i'll be the human trash can like if soy has leftovers it's i'll so be like true. hey yo you gonna finish that he's when, like you want it whenever th- this is the thing when christian gives you the side eye when christian gives you the side eye like or if you see me eyeing your food this is a bad <laughs> habit that i do i need to stop i really gotta do like there would be times like i'll finish my plate first because i eat pretty fast and like the conversation will be in front of me, but might as well be like this. I'll be in tune, but I'm just staring at their food. And then you just, he just, we just slowly slide it to his direction. And then, and then I'm like just a, so like, like a little dog. He's just, he's just uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we came to this agreement. <laughs> so what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you think body shaming is good? <laughs> like if, okay. I kind of like thought about this. I'm like some for some people body shaming is like horrible and then for some people body shaming like gets them like motivated. No. Do you think like I think there's a degree to it if you're telling yourself okay. It do, I mean I, I guess people are different. It depends on the person. If you <laughs> Obviously body shaming is bad but for some people like they need like that to light their fuel. Like or, I've seen some people be like, "Oh, light their fire." I, like my brother called me a fat ass, so I got in, did four hundred push-ups, and now I feel great. It's like it's a weird thing. Where overall, I think it's bad, but for some certain people, it's like sometimes they need that. Yeah. Would you say like if someone like body shamed you, would you be motivated to go in the gym? I mean, I body shame myself every day. Every time I look at them, no, I'm playing. Damn, bro. Uh, no, I'm playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think. Honestly, I look at my body now and I'm like pretty happy where it's going. Um, but if someone did body shame me, say like when I was like 220, 230, when I was still working on my first job, I definitely I'd take it as like, OK, yeah, I need to I need to watch what the fuck I was eating. It depends on who, though. If I'm close with you enough for you to be like, like if I got like if I went up to like 180 and like a bad 180. I don't think I could body shame you, dog. Wow. Why I think I would just come up to be like, yo, bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I think you need to hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there's no way to word it. You can't just be like, yo, bro, I don't know if you noticed, you but you put on 50, bro. <laughs> you put on 50. How? There's no way, but like my intention isn't to body shame. It's more to like, I'm looking out for just you. being real. Just being real. What about you, Soya? If I gained like a hard, like a like a bad forty five, like forty <laughs> fifty, and like it was just out of control, so I'd be like, "Dude, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul, dude." <laughs> <laughs> so first time Soya sees me, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is this? Just grabs your chin. The fuck is this? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! You're like you don't even like food like that. What have you been eating? <laughs> oh my goodness! So you would you Let body me shame me or would you like? I'm putting you guys in like a moral dilemma. <laughs> I told you what I would do. It's um. So or yeah, you would be like you would say something, but you would be like you wouldn't want to be like harsh about it. Yeah, 
It may um, sound harsh, but then the intention isn't to be harsh. I'd want you guys to be like blunt. Like I'd be like, like straight. I'll be like, you got fucking way too big. What's wrong with you? I don't think I've ever done that with anybody though. I don't know if that's part of like who I am. Just ah, oh, damn. Dude. I'd be like, if I if if I was concerned about your weight, I'd be like, hey, have you been gaining weight recently, <laughs> man? I look down. I'm like, what the fuck do you think? And then I'll be like, it's like, is something going on? It's like, is that intentional? Have you been? Is there something going on in your life that's causing you to gain weight? You want me What's to the be? Deal? I'm well, just trying this new diet. I'd be blunt. I'd be Carb like this. Only. I'd be like, you want me to be real? Oh damn! Oh damn! And then I'd show you the photo. Be like, what do you? What do you think? <laughs> the photo of me you took earlier, <laughs> a couple months ago. Oh shit! Yeah, I think. Um, I think. I'd want you guys to just be like straight up, be like, dude, go to the fucking gym. Cause I feel like, I feel like at that point I would know in the back of my head, like I, I don't ever see myself like losing it that much or like getting that out of place. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's just out of character for me to like kind of get out of shape like that. We could use this as a segue to our next subcategory, relationships. Fat shaming. Oh, mm. oh. <laughs> um, one thing I learned Never call you girlfriend. In my 20- yes, don't do that. No matter what, never do that. Yeah, that's but fucked up. Why would what you I was going to say, from what I learned in... Your 20s? In my 20s, you will gain weight when you get into relationships. That's facts. You get relationship weight. Bro. That is a fact, for sure. I, the most I've ever weighed is when I just like let, let it all go, because I'm like, she's going to love me regardless. <laughs> literally how it is and you know what's scary is it's fast it's, bro. they're like not gonna like they're stop not looking. because you guys are in it together you're bonded forever through the weight you built it, yeah yeah it's, it's relationship weight bonds it, you. relationship weight exists it's a hard truth and for me it hit me like when i gained hella weight right after high school um I had I had the fucking freshman fifteen in college. Damn. I I was working at my first job eating free food, and I was in a relationship. Nah, it's over for you. I'm telling you, I would look unproportionate, <laughs> like disproportionate. Is that the right word? Dis, uh, disproportional. I look. I look. I was I was big. <laughs> I was big. I was filling up XLs. Going to two XLs. Filling up XLs is such a funny thing. Nah. So that's one thing I will say. And what changed? How how did you lose all that? Uh, Now you're like a skinny, you're like a skinny, what, like L? Skinny large? No, I mean, okay. I I wear XL. I don't think I'd ever go. I don't think I'd ever go down to a large just because like I'm still building muscle as well. Oh, it's because you're jacked. (laughs) 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 Um... I also like a baggy look too, so I will still do two XL if I want a super baggy tee, depending. But I'm kind of in that weird medium where I'm like XLs still fit me. It depends on the brand. It depends on the clothing. I will go to a large if I want, you know, if I want like a nice fucking fit. But um, what's another one? Uh, is this uh, more like advice for like relationships yeah. or um, things you learned? Things things we learned. Um bro, there's there's a lot. I'm trying to think of like the ones that happen. Oh, there's another one. There are phases in a relationship. That's one thing I learned in my twenties. Or well, the beginning. 
there's no time frame to when you will get out of the honeymoon phase. But when you get out of the honeymoon phase, just realize that's when you'd really see if you guys are compatible or not. Because everything, everything within that honeymoon phase, it's all lovey-dovey stuff. It's, it's all in the moment. Infatuation. It's, it really is. It's doing... It's a lot of... um, But don't get me wrong. Enjoy the honeymoon Enjoy phase. Enjoy that. Because you're going to look back at the honeymoon phase and be like, yeah, that was that was some good times. Like, you guys are going to go on your first trip together. You guys will enjoy a lot of things, but I will say the relationship doesn't fully start until after the honeymoon phase. And sometimes that doesn't start till like a year after, a year and a half. Once you guys start arguing hella and it's like back and forth like every fucking day, but you're able to get past that, that's how you know you're out of it. That's how you you learn your compatibilities through those parts and see if you're really like ready for commitment. That's another one. Learning one thing you learn like i'll ask you this too what's or one thing you learn about compatibility is through arguments yeah Yeah, i'd say so you there's definitely different communication styles that you have to be aware of and you have to be you have to find out like what yours is and like what theirs is yeah some people they're like you know, I, I need some space. I need some space to, to think about it, to sit with my feelings. And the yeah. other person's like, I want to get this like done now. Mm-hmm. There's different like communication styles in that way. For sure. Um, another thing I'd suggest too, and you could do this while in the honeymoon phase. So it isn't awkward when you like, I mean, there's no real time to like really do it. Find out what your love language is. Take the test, figure it out. It will be easier to communicate with your partner that way you can figure out, okay, are they, um, you know, oh, words of affirmation type of person and I need to communicate and let them know they're being appreciated every day through words. Are they physical touch where, like, you know, you need to show, like, kind gestures through, like, even a small, like, you know, back rub or something like that. That will go a long way. Um, gift giving, small little gifts. Oh, uh, where are the other two? Acts there's of service. And acts then, of service. There's, uh, do you say words of affirmation already? I did. And then um, I think it was quality time. Quality time. Yes. Quality time. Yeah. And uh, uh, something um, I will say about love languages, they're, they're very important to, uh, to see and to be aware of. And they also fluctuate depending on who you're with. Like yes. some, some people are like, I didn't really like um, physical touch. But then when I when I got with like my, my new partner, like I was all about it. Like it depends on the person too. Yeah. Um, if you take the test, it the first thing it asks you is, um, well, I mean, first year, what you identify as, and then the second thing it asks you is um, if you're single or in a relationship, because it could change. It really does. Um, so since I've been single for uh, pretty much a year now, um, oh yeah, yeah, a year, I took it. Cause I was curious and I found out that when I'm single, my love language is words of affirmation. So really communicating. And then number two was quality time. I'm pretty sure three was gift giving. What the fuck's uh, fifth? What my last one was access service. What am I missing? I always forget this one. Um, words of affirmation. Quality time. The words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, acts of service, acts of service. Word, oh shit! We just went over physical touch. Physical touch. Yeah. Okay, physical touch is my fourth one. Then my fifth one is um, uh, acts of service, and that's like single. 
Yeah, that's me being single. But from what I remember in my last relationship, I'm pretty sure my number one was quality time or physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. So it really it, it varies. It does vary. And then one thing I will say, the most important thing is boundaries and setting all, boundaries. Setting boundaries and the percentage you put into the relationship of yourself. I say this because we're in our early 20s, so we're still very young. You never know. I mean, you could fully commit to someone and you should commit. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, fuck, that sounds so bad. I'm saying that when it comes to a relationship, you shouldn't forget that you have your own life as well, especially if you're at a young age. Um, You put this in a good perspective when we were talking a while back. The It's a how you see your significant other shouldn't be like they're the bigger picture, but rather you want them to be part of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you'll definitely get caught in the loop in your honeymoon phase of like, Oh yeah, this person is my identity. Like this is who I want. This is your person. This is my person, which is great. That means you're building something that's amazing, but don't lose yourself in forming that identity with that person. Exactly. Um, it's really important to say that because you never know as humans, we constantly change every, every day, every uh, week, every year, so on. And until you're fully sure about what you want in your life, um, you just have to be really sure about your path. And it's very tough to say that because the amount of time and energy you spend with your significant other it's, I mean, that's time you're not going to get back. That's energy you're not going to get back. So <clears throat> if things don't work out, you really can't just be like, I wish I had those time back and energy back because one, you chose to give that time and energy. So you might as well appreciate it because face the fact you're not getting that time and energy back. And two, um, it's kind of like how much you choose to put. And this is why I say balancing out and setting boundaries is important, especially in your early 20s, because you don't want to be 100 and they're not at 100. Um, you want to be on the same page. You want to be on the same page. You want you guys want to match the energy, reciprocate the energy. Um, you don't want to overdo it and then have them not really be doing the same. And then you get mad that they're not putting in the same effort. At the end of the day, it's it's funny to say this, but when you're in a relationship, you also have to be selfish because that relationship isn't your whole life. Your whole life is you. I think both people in the relationship should be selfish about themselves. Yeah, and it balances out. To the point where they're taking care of themselves and they can both share themselves, their whole selves with each other. Yes. Um... I think that's pretty much what I've learned in like just a nutshell. I could go on hours, but I mean, I feel like no matter what I say about everyone experiences something different in their own relationship because every every relationship is different. Um, those things are pretty much just like general basis. Like I feel like everyone experiences those, but it's it's a definitely an area that people have their own experiences in. And I will say this, and then we could use this to segue into the third 
uh, sub I have some stuff I want to say. Still. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my fault. Okay, you're good. Um, I'll say this then, and then uh, I'll let you go off. Um, be in the present. Uh, reason why I say that is when you're with that significant other, you really don't know how things line up. So when you want to look back into your relationship, even if it doesn't go as planned. You want to be appreciative for every single moment. And the only way to really be appreciative is if you were present in that moment so you could remember what that feeling was. Because if you were, you know, upset at that moment, you're going to relook back and be like, dang, I was upset when I think of this memory. But when you look back at it, it's like you either learned something from the argument, um, you got you turned into a better version of yourself the next time you saw each other. Or it was just a wholesome moment and something you were appreciative of. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I I agree with all the things that you said. Something, I guess, uh, perspective for people who were kind of like newer to to getting into like the dating kind of part of their life. Something I will say is um, don't get, don't conflate dating hookups and relationships all into the same thing because they're all very different things yeah i'll say that like hookups is you know obviously that's primarily just like trying to get a like sexual experiences out of someone relationships is after you've you and another partner uh you and your partner have committed to each other and have are both on the same page with being like exclusive with each other and then dating is mostly figuring out it's basically finding out things about yourself um, by connecting with other people. I would say like the main three things you want to find out when you're dating is your love language, um, your attachment style. So like if you have like an, an anxious attaches, attachment style or if you've got like a more of a detached like attachment style, like you don't, um, you know, you like your time alone a lot. And then I guess, uh, yeah, just knowing where you are in your life relative to the person that you're you're dating. So like like where you are in your life and what you want out of like your life, like if your goals are the same. So those are like three things I'd focus on when it when it comes to dating. I wouldn't recommend um going like all in and being like dating to marry when you're super young because um not to like kill any like dreams or anything, but the <laughs> the chance that the first person you date is going to be like the person you're with for the rest of your life is very, very slim. You know, not, not to, that's just me being like realistic. And also not, not that it isn't noble to like only date someone to, to marry them. I think it also puts like a unrealistic expectation or you might accidentally push uh, an expectation on them that they don't like share with you. Like if you're like, I like, you know, I want to date to marry and like you don't express that to them. And then they're like, oh, I'm just kind of dating. Like, I want to be in a relationship just to, like, find more about, find out more about myself. And if you put that expectation on them, I feel like that isn't necessarily, like, fair to them if you don't communicate that to them. So I feel like that's uh, that's another thing to look out for when, like, you're kind of getting into dating. That was very well said. Um, that's very well said. Communication and that um goes well into dating communication isn't just important when you're in a relationship you have to communicate with the person you're currently talking to or if it's multiple people trying to figure out okay first know what your goals are you know dating around like paulo said 
if you're trying to figure out more about yourself through other people, if you're just, you know, I don't know, like meeting new people, stuff like that. Don't date to marry, but I mean, just be in the present. Don't even think about like where it's going to be. Just really focus on what's happening. Go with the flow. And I'd say if you're going to date, date to find more, find out more about yourself. Yeah. Because you really don't know how you are until you are actually like in it, I would say. Yeah. I will say this though. Um, There's a difference between your first relationship and your first love. Your first relationship may be, you know, when you're in high school, that's all puppy love. I hate to break it to y'all. That's not real love. Y'all may say it. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's different for other people. But your true first love will... You know it's your first love when you learn something that you would never thought you would have learned about yourself through that relationship. And the reason why I say that is your... um, Who knows? I mean, first relationship could be your first love. And... Um, ah, fuck. How, how am I gonna word this? You when when you learn something about yourself that you didn't know, it's through that other person because they loved you so much that they brought out another side of you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it goes past like attraction and um, mm-hmm. being like romantic. It kind of evolves into like uh, this person showing me sides of myself I didn't know were there. Yeah. And it's like vice versa. Like mm-hmm. they'll do something and it'll bring something out of you. You didn't know like was in you. Yeah. And I think that only comes out of your first love. Um, one of the things that Paula said that kind of struck my mind too was, um, or it is true. A lot of your first relationships don't turn out the way it usually does. Like that, that statistic is very high. The first relationship you get into isn't really going to be like the one that kind of sticks. But I will say, sometimes you have to go through, because you could be in your first relationship, and this is why I said there's a difference between first relationship and first love. You're not going to find your first love immediately in your first relationship. Sometimes it may take one, two, three, four, five, however many. But that doesn't mean when you find your first love, you're not going to be with them forever. I feel like with the first relationship, that statistic of it not uh, working out is, you know, pretty high. But some people who find their first love may be in their later 20s or mid 20s. And that's when they've experienced life more. So they're more they're they're pretty much ready to, you know, commit themselves to it because they know where they're at in their personal life. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I'd say so. Yeah. Like they have their career figured out. Stuff like that. They it, know themselves a lot more. And so yeah. they know what they want. And they know um, what they deserve at that point. And they're mm-hmm. more like secure in themselves. So it's more of a accurate kind of view that you have. Yeah. Oh, you said a word. Don't forget. I mean, this doesn't apply solely to relationships. But don't forget that you also deserve something too. I feel like that's something that's very important. Uh, especially to, I mean, to both men and women. Sometimes you give too much of yourself and it's not being reciprocated and you want to try harder. Nah, you also deserve something within the relationship. And if it's not being given, sometimes you got to make a hard decision. But 
you have to realize, and this is something like big, you have to realize your self-worth and that you deserve. Like, think about it this way. Um, if they don't want you, they don't deserve you. The fuck? You got to realize, like, what you bring to the table and be like, yeah, this is this is what I'm about. And Yeah, it goes back to always realizing that you always have to put yourself first because mm-hmm. you're the only person you're stuck with for the rest of your life, regardless if you want it to, is going to be you. Yep. I say that all the time, but it's true. That's why you should always prioritize your health and prioritize yourself over even, like, your close, like, loved ones. Yep, prioritize uh your hobbies passions everything that's i think honestly out of all the things i learned in my 20s the two biggest things i'd say that really helped me nowadays and i think will help me continue through my 20s is being present and also having more self-love and realizing what paulo said um it's a, it sucks to say, but you got to be selfish, man. You got to, you really got to know, like, sometimes you got to make the harder decision based off what's going to benefit you. Because at the end of the day, you're the one living your life. You're the one steering the fucking wheel. Yeah, I, I agree with all the things that you said. Uh, so uh, do you have any, like, questions that came up in your head? He went into full consumer mode. Yeah. I was looking at the viewfinder and I was like, damn, he, I know he so went he into consumer mode because he's, yeah, he, I mean, that shit, that's his first fucking strength that he listed. Yeah. <laughs> so, see, Soya ain't playing oh around. He is, a, he's a great listener. And this is how you know Soya is like really in tune to the conversation. If you look at this motherfucker, look how lean back he is. Soya is chilled out. He's <laughs> Bro. Like, he's like, this is a good podcast. <laughs> he looks like he's two feet shorter than us. <laughs> <laughs> um on to the last subcategory which is kind of just generalization um pretty much what goes into personal life and stuff like that is what we learned i guess i mean i, I guess i could start I, I i said it a little bit being more present stuff like that um don't be afraid to make hard decisions um one thing i learned or I guess this, this I, yeah, fuck it. This is one thing I learned. One thing I learned in my 20s is that college isn't for everyone. Clearly, the three of us, it wasn't meant for us. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. true. We all dropped out. Yeah. Is it something I'm proud of? It's something I've learned to be proud of. Definitely when I dro- first dropped out of college, I was like, damn. And honestly, it's going to hit harder for me too in May because I'm going to see all my old classmates graduating. But... What makes me feel better about myself is knowing the position I am in my life right now. Um, hopefully, I mean, I learned this next week. So by the time this episode is out, oh shit, wait, this episode's out tomorrow. Um, by the time next episode is out, I would have learned if I got uh, the next, my, I, I Your just, promotion. my promotion, which will be great. I mean, I'm traveling for a company that um, specializes in stuff that I'm into. You guys will, like I said. Soy is also traveling. He's oh, gonna, he's heck? gonna find his lover over. Oh my god! If in you live East over Coast. in the East Coast, hit Soy up. <laughs> that one came out of nowhere. Sorry, with that. sorry. sorry. <laughs> my, my fault. My fault. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm just trying to get Soy some attention. I know bro. for real, man. He's open. Soya's we always say this. Soy is not gonna go out and get. Not it. just his DMs are open, bro. His legs are <laughs> wide open. <laughs> okay, I gotta. 
fix my posture real quick <laughs> or my sitting position i'm sorry was it showing no, no you're, <laughs> good. you're good <laughs> i didn't even look that way but i guess your legs were actually wide open Christian just saying shit bro <laughs> i really am no. um no, yeah with, where i am with my life i'm very happy i mean we have something great going on here that we're trying to grow so you know fucking Join the Patreon, join the Discord, click our links in the bio, click the fucking beacons, help us out, please. God damn. <laughs> Why did we get all desperate at the end? <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Nah, I mean, what we have here is something amazing that I honestly, I feel like wouldn't be here if I stayed in college. And honestly, all the life experiences I've in, I've had up to now was because I had made the hard decision to drop out. Like if I didn't drop out, I would have probably never gone to South Korea. So, I mean, shit. Shit. Yeah. So, really commit to the decisions you make. Don't regret and live in the prison. That's mine. That's mine. Something I'll say about uh, college um, as kind of like a mini commentary on college. Don't. I would recommend don't go to university if you don't know what you want to do. I would say go, go to community college. And then if you don't like community college, be able to just... I guess maybe we'll go into that into a, another episode. But if you don't know what to do, don't go and take out a loan. <laughs> don't go and put yourself in debt if you don't know what you yeah. want to do, because that's very it's very risky and it's very encouraged because you know you know colleges have a monopoly on that shit. So if you don't know what to do, don't mm. don't fall for it. Don't put yourself in debt because debt is bad. But did you have any more like general kind of reflections that you had? Nah, that's pretty much it, because, I mean, shit, I've only been in my 20s for, like, two years, two, three years now. I've been in my 20s for, like, eight. So, <laughs> um, I guess something that, a big thing that I've I've learned, and I'm kind of still working on, is is being present, uh, mm. kind of like what you said. Yeah. Um, I realize, I really, I'm someone who thinks about life a lot, and I, I try to give it meaning a lot. Sometimes it feels like there is no meaning, and... It gets really existential, and it's it's kind of easy to fall into that trap. I've kind of reflected on how I've experienced it, and whenever I look back at life, it's not really it's not really a story as it is like a as a string of moments. Um, I'd say that whenever I I look back at my life, it's it's just moments. It isn't really like a oh I I achieved this I I did that. It's honestly just moments that I remember. And sometimes when you when you look back at those moments, you observe the people that you've spent those moments with. And sometimes you uh you realize you can't create more moments with uh some of those people. And I think it's just a, a reminder to to be present and to to create beautiful moments, I guess. Hmm. And uh also like extrapolating off of that sometimes when you look back at life like the darkest the loneliest the the worst times in your life sometimes that those moments are just as beautiful as as the good moments sometimes when i reflect back on it i'm like it's kind of beautiful um to feel so deeply towards something is kind of like damn that's that's kind of beautiful in a way even if it's like kind of dark or if it hurts a lot, just the capacity to be able to to feel that much about something 
is kind of beautiful to me. And I've kind of learned to, to appreciate those, those moments too. Wow. That really changed my perception on like some certain things. I think that's a great way to like really put it. Um, there's definitely moments in life where you're not going to be as present and those moments you remember will be dark, but something you can always take or will do is when you look back at those moments, I think the beauty of it is those moments were so dark, but you were able to go through them. And like you were saying, the fact that you could feel so much emotion in those darkest moments is wow. That's insane. (laughs) Uh, There's a quote that I I really like. I forgot who said it. They said that um, the gods envy us because we're mortal and Mm. it's because we have something to lose yeah as opposed to them where they they have infinite abundance of everything but things mean stuff stuff to us because we're able to lose it yeah so that that's a quote i really like i don't know if i said it like the correct way but i i could i i could picture what you're trying to say and stuff about you soil um i'd say it kind of stems off of what both of you guys said but how i would word it in my own way of thinking and how it applies to my life is that um, a general thing that i've learned in my 20s is that you really need to take ownership of your life and the decisions that you make because it's really easy to um look back at the things that happened in your life and be like it's i'm this certain way because of this um i've had this kind of my parents treated me this way and that's why I'm the way I am right now. Or, um, I got, my teacher was bad, so I didn't get good grades and therefore I couldn't go to college. It's all their fault. So it's really easy to be, to try and play victim and blame, uh, the things in your life, um, as a result of external factors as instead of the things or instead of it being your own decisions. And the reason why I'm like, it's really important to take ownership in your life is uh, because let's say those things did happen. Like, let's say you did have bad parents and you ended up developing some kind of toxic trait or some kind of personality trait that you really are bothered about instead of being like, oh, it's I'm this way because it's because of how I was, up, I was raised up. So there's nothing really I can do about it. You could take it uh, as a way of, or you can take it in a different approach and be like, so what, um, this is, this was how I was ended up raised. This is how I end, I end up being raised. This is what became of that. This is how I am now. Instead of blaming the people that caused me to be this way, I'm going to just take it upon myself to change who I am as a person. Regardless, it's not, it, regardless of whether it's their fault or if I had some kind of part to play in it, I'm just going to change that fact because it doesn't change the fact that I am who I am right now. So I'm going to change that and, you know, try and do it for, um, try to change for the better. And that's why it's like, I say take ownership because a lot of your life is just a lot. Um, your life is basically just a series of choices that you make. And like you just make these choices. And if you stop making these choices, though, like for that certain thing, that's when it ends. I don't know if like I'm making sense, but like, let's say, oh, I get it. I yeah. get it. let's say like you're going back to the example of like, you know, being a bad person or like having toxic traits because of your upbringing or some kind of mental trauma. The choices you make, um, if you stop making choices to improve and change that, that's going to be the dead end. Instead of 
And it, I, and like, you don't want it to be a dead end. You want it to change for the better. So you make those, you have to keep making choices regardless of how bad, um, regardless of what the outcome is, you have to keep making choices until you get to the point where you're like, you, you're where you want to be. You, you've changed for the better, whatever it is. Um, and I know for me, one of the things I really stressed about as I grew up was uh, whether I make the right decisions or if my the choices I made were bad. And it was like really something I stressed about to the point where I'd be kind of paralyzed because I'd be like, I don't know if I should make this choice because if I do, this will happen or this will happen. I don't know if it's a good choice or if it's a bad choice. And I really stressed out about that a lot. And something that I've come to realize is it really doesn't matter whether your choice is a good one or a bad one because it's all subjective in the end. And regardless of whether the choice you made is bad or not, that's why you take ownership. If it was a bad choice, you make another choice to change that. If it was a good choice, then keep going and keep uh, to keep, you know, keep that momentum rolling. So, you know, uh, are you, did you have more to that you want to extrapolate on? I think I, I kind of like some kind of um, into yeah said what i've wanted a good book um that harps on that same point is can't hurt me by david goggins i read that when i was 18 and it really helped me change my perspective on all the stuff that i was going through and it helped me really like weaponize like my feelings and, and my my trauma in a way that was more like healthy for me instead of using it to like consume me and hurt me i kind of i found a way to use it to to build the person that I wanted to be. And I, I do really agree with your, your points about taking responsibility because you have to take ownership of everything in your life. If you truly want to make progress in it, you have to take, you have to take responsibility for all of it. You know, all the, all the shit that happened to me, you know, the trauma, the heartbreak, the loss that you experienced that, that were out of your control. You know, it was a part of your life and you have to take responsibility for it. You know, sometimes shit doesn't go your way and you have to deal with the outcomes. You have to take responsibility for those things. But to that same point, you know, all, all that shit that, that's happened to me in the past, you know, the car that I drive, the, the money that's in my bank, the relationships that I have in my life are also things that I take responsibility for. So you have to take the, the good with the bad. And um, this, stem, this really stems off what we talked about last episode too. It's like, it's kind of similar, acknowledging, but also taking responsibility for every action you made. And whether it's good or bad, like Soya was saying, and like what Paula was saying, you can't grow until you take responsibility for it. If it's good, be proud of that moment. If it's bad, take responsibility for that action. You learn from it. Change your perception. Don't just think that was a bad decision change your perception so that was a bad decision all right what can i do to make myself better and grow from it and then yeah it's pretty much it thank you guys for watching <laughs> <laughs> um do you guys have any like last uh um no i don't really have anything else you follow um you think we covered everything that uh we learned so far in our early 20s for those specific subsections yeah yeah there's there's a lot of other things that, yeah. that we've learned but those those are pretty like important things i mm-hmm. feel like our viewers are going to get a lot of uh value out of i really hope so because that's 
I'm really thinking about it. This episode was kind of what the three of us have experienced in our lives, like the past three years. So when I go back and listen to this, it's probably going to hit different. Yeah. But um, thank you guys like <laughs> always for tuning in. It's always a pleasure having you guys be passengers of this flight. Make sure to book another flight with us at our Discord. If you want to go find that, check the link in bio. It will have our Beacons link. Um, our Patreon is there. Come and support us. Make sure to like and subscribe on the YouTube. It will help us out. Rate and review. We are on all podcast platforms. Follow our socials. Um, we be doing things outside of this. And come and socialize crack. with us. Yeah, cocaine, <laughs> crack, heroin, ketamine, all of that. Bing boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank, thank you guys for thank tuning you guys. in. We'll thank see you, you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.